and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. You guys, can you believe it? It's the end of November. You know, when we first began this, we were wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and here we are at the end of it. Wizened, wizened, grizzled, carved we, out of stone. Truly, we have gone through it, listening to new metal being made today. I and mean, when we're not done yet, we're not done because we got one more band to talk about. It's very exciting. It's Motionless in White and their album, Disguise. We're going to talk all about this album and this band today. Before we get to that, though, we have got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So we got sent this interesting event by Mr. Josh Toomey, letting us know that on Valentine's Day 2020, at the machine shop in Flint, Michigan, Head P.E. is doing a show. They doing the damn thing. That's, That's perfect. It's a perfect venue. Forehead PE on a perfect day, but I gotta tell you, the amount of babies that are going to be born nine months after this show, mm-hmm. I hope the Flint hospitals are ready because it's gonna be a lot. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think the the area hospital. I think it's Hurley Medical Center in that area. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Hurley's ready. Be Hurley's okay. ready. Hurley's um, ready. I'm, I feel like that that was announced and all the OBGYNs there were like, oh boy. Here we go yeah. again. Uh, Hurley so, and McLaren. I know everybody's uh, really interested in the, <laughs> the area hospital oh, name. Please, if you don't get the regional aspects of this show correct, <laughs> I stop listening. I think that's probably true. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. a lot of births happening. A lot of a lot births. Of, a lot of births happening. Um, and yeah, something to keep in mind if you're looking for a special Valentine's Day. Spend it with Jared and company Yeah, at the machine shop. Have a little Sagittarius or Scorpio baby. There you go. It's up to you. Also, sent to us by so many Roach Riders and Indigo Angels. Thank you all. We got another new metal list, you guys. What? But this one's a little different. You might say it's got a bit of a twist to it. Huh? It's a ranking of every corn album from worst to best. But inside this list, they go through and tell you the best song and the worst song from every album. And some of these choices are wild. So first, Jenny, I I sent you this list. What were your thoughts? Um, Well, I will say that the first corn album is not the best album that they list. <laughs> I I honestly scrolled right to see what they put at number one because I was like, if it's the first one, I I can't even. But uh, it wasn't. It was a really interesting list, and uh, I now that we do this show, I can't read a list of stuff and like have a huge problem with it. Mm-hmm. Like, this is just everybody's opinion, but it was super interesting. I've- I felt like when I saw the list that based on hearing it and now kind of going through all about a 
quarter of those records or a third of those records at this point. The one that was surprised me was that was very low was Life is Peachy. Mm-hmm. But then remembering that record and kind of feeling like it was rushed, it felt rushed a little bit to because the first record really started to take off. They were like, we need another one now. And then seeing that they didn't put the first record as number one, they put Follow the Leader as number one. I was like, I felt like they really were trying to take a new ears and eyes approach to it rather than a stalwart, stalwart, sure. <laughs> I'm not that word's family uh, uh, approach to, the, you know, like a purist that we go, a corn purist approach to the list. I think they were like, we're going to take a fresh take to it, which could be a very hot take to other people. You know, like a certain uh, upstarty new metal podcast that didn't put the first corn record in the new metal canon. <laughs> One of the things I never thought I'd hear repeatedly for years of my life is how <laughs> dare you not put the first corn album in. But you know what? Life is wild. It takes unexpected twists and turns. Uh, I was surprised to see how highly ranked the latest album. Yes. Yeah, that was that was really interesting. But they had like a really favorable take on it. So hey. Yeah, they had uh, just that we won't read everyone, but yeah, the top five were Untouchables, The Nothing, Issues, Self Titled, and Follow the Leader. And won't run through all of them, but they would go through every part and they'd say the Got the Might would be the best song and Make It Bad was the worst song. And when they would list them, and for the Self Titled, they said the best song was Daddy and the worst song with shoots and ladders i thought that was really interesting he's this is what they said about daddy he says daddy is the song to silence all the doubters there are other more immediate tracks in this record but there are none others here or arguably anywhere else in their discography that are more powerful for the group at this time rawness was the point a means to reach as deep inside as they could and daddy is the deepest they ever got for a long long time I mean, you will silence the doubters. <laughs> you're going to silence a lot of people. You're going to silence Daddy. everybody with that song. Yeah, you, you're, well, you're going to make some people cry. <laughs> yeah. You're going to make some yeah. people super angry. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, uh, that's a fresh ears and eyes take, I guess. Mm-hmm. It is. It certainly is. Because I would have uh, just gone with blind. Easy choice. It's a ripper. But... Uh, Consequencesound.net took a different angle. Thank you, Consequences Sound. We've also got to talk about something that we don't talk about all the time, but it's always fun when it happens. Who's complimenting us? Who's complimenting? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. Philip Leader is. He says, hot take. And I wanted to say, just preface this by saying I feel uncomfortable by about reading this out loud. <laughs> hot take. The improv bits you guys do on the show are, in my opinion, consistently funnier than any improv podcast I do or have listened to, i.e. comedy bang bang, improv for humans, spontaneation, etc. Thank you very much. We are humbled by that. Very compliment. humbled. When I saw this on the list of things, I was like, oh, Jesus, I know I'm going to have to read this one. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm just going to take it. Just gonna just say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we've also got to talk about some feedback we got 
on our Supercharger episode over on Facebook. Austin said, I'm not a Machine Head fan. I was so pleasantly surprised by this album. It isn't anything that I would seek out on my own, but I wouldn't run from it either. Matt was spot on with his Slipknot comparison. There were a few times I thought Rob sounded like Corey Taylor Light. Wow. Well, if there's anybody who's as serious as Rob, didn't Corey like break his back recently? Uh, he's always breaking his neck, his back. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. Sometimes I'm like, is this Corey Taylor or is it Kia? What's going on here? I don't know. Austin says the track Bulldozer sounds like a bulldozer plowing you down. I remember not being too keen on this album. Maybe after this episode, I'll end up revisiting it. Edit. Okay, I forgot about the slow boy verses and bulldozer. Overall, I think it's still pretty heavy. Also, I guess I still prefer Burning Red, and although it won't ever get an episode, Burn My Eyes is still the best Machine Head album. Thank you, Austin. Chris Duff said, A few songs on this record are still staples in Machine Head's live set, and they always kill live. I don't believe the hatred that people have for this record is justified. It fucking slays. Thank you, Chris. Nick Fenton says normally when Lauren really likes an album that both Jennifer and Matt are either eh or dislike, I'm on their side. This time, I found myself agreeing with Lauren. It's crazy and weird in spots. Exactly what I want out of a Rob Flynn joint. There you go. Thank you, Nick. Chad Worrell said, The irrational nerd rage I feel every time Lauren calls my personal favorite new metal album XIII. I'm only telling you what it's called. I'm only telling you what it's called. <laughs> Making friends the Roach Coach way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you, Chad. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, Josiah Russell says, Wasn't expecting to hear my wife's review on this show. I might have to change her iTunes username. It's way too similar to mine. Maybe I set up her account. Completely forgot about this album. I got into Machine Head when they released Through the Ashes of Empires and then worked backwards. This album was a staple on my playlist at the time. So much better than The Burning Red. Scott Bowling, good company, came on and said, my favorite Machine Head album. Later in the day, he came back and said, this was my favorite album until listening to this episode. Oh, oh Scott, God. what happened? Oh, no. Well, we oh, have no. a unique ability to suck the joy out of anything you had nostalgic <laughs> love for. We didn't also have that nostalgic love. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Sorry. Sorry, Scott. Uh, Sheldon says, talking about Ja Rule's 9-11 on 9-11 amongst other 9-11 references, coincidence or conspiracy? Why not both? Why not? Open your mind. (laughs) Wake up, sheeple. (laughs) And finally, Jason Andrew Goodman said, so how many reviews would it take to send the coach crew to the gathering of the juggalos? I would simply just not have to pay to go. (laughs) Throw it out there. I'd go to the (laughs) the gathering of the juggalos in a fucking second. I think it'd be super fun. There you have it. Matt? <laughs> it's going to be different for Matt, I suspect, l- based on his face, which you can't see. <laughs> well, here's the deal. I'm not much of a camper. That is a, a true Oh, me neither. A true statement about me. And the idea of camping a few days in a row, not my favorite idea, but whoop, whoop, <laughs> hang out with you guys, three tents. Three nights. 
love that three tents. <laughs> three tents. We ain't sharing a tent. <laughs> no, we ain't sharing a tent. Hey, hey uh. <laughs> love you guys. Three tents. <laughs> love you guys. Three tents. <laughs> That's just for Matt. <laughs> just for me. And Daddy needs his own place to sleep. Um, where is it? I don't even know. I think it's in the southern part of Ohio. Is last uh, last time they had it, it's or maybe definitely somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, it's not far from any of us. Um, either here in Indiana or you guys in Detroit. I think either either way, it's uh, not an unachievable location. It's got to be local. For the Juggalos. Yeah. What are they going to do? Put it in Las Vegas? They would never. Look, the field reporting we could do from the gathering would be pretty outstanding. I would go. I think I'd have a genuinely great time. I'm not so sure. Like, I'd probably go to bed early. That's the thing. It's like, we'd, daddy needs to sleep. We'd all have to camp far away. <laughs> I do Yeah, that. Yeah, just because like. Here's the deal. At 42, I don't want to get in the mix. You know, like, I, I don't want to be up at 3 in the morning just hearing people going whoop, whoop. I want family to remain family and, and to do that. I agree. Daddy needs to sleep. Sure. And mommy needs to not see tits. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I guess I probably actually can't go then. Right. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think that's obligatory. Yeah. I mean, I want to see one round of the Nedden game oh. and then That's one nipple. One one sweet nip. I I just want to see somebody's sweet tats. Sweet tats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm just saying I'd go. And I think it'd be uh, fun. All right. So there you have it. I mean, still leave reviews on iTunes for the Twisted Two Hundo, the Hundo Never Dundo. Hundo Never Dundo. Oh, right. I remember that. I remember forgot that? about that until oh, this yeah. very moment. We haven't talked about it in a while, but if we get 200 reviews on iTunes, we will do a special episode all about Twisted and whichever album they have that's new metal or new metal adjacent. I don't even remember right now because we haven't talked about it in a while. But that's still ongoing. I think we got like 120 reviews right now, something like that. I'm not going to check. But that's it for who's tweeting. Keep on saying hello. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Roach Coach and all of those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. You guys, November is closing down, but we're not done yet. Album of the week, Disguised by Motionless in White. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on June 7th, 2019. Perhaps I, the newest record. So we need to talk about this because in recent news, in very, very recent news on Twitter, we got a request. And it's, the request came from uh, Ronnie Neely. And Ronnie said, I would like to make a formal suggestion that rather than referring to albums post-2010 or so as that was a great party, Instead, could we call them, my dad was at that party, or perhaps my parents met at that party? Yeah. Because that party was over 18 years ago. Good point. Very good, good point. point. Although I, I will point out to you, Ronnie, that elders do reminisce about great parties. That is true. But 
But they then don't grab the guitar and go back out there, per they, se. N- they might. <laughs> I bet right. the dad uh, the dad in one of these videos sure would. Um, <laughs> I'm jumping ahead. Jumping no, ahead. I think that's a good suggestion uh, and also made me feel really old. That's true. <laughs> so that's true. My joints did turn to dust when I, I read that. I took my feelings out on Ronnie when I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, um, our parents met at this party. Our parents met at this party. At that yeah. party. At that the party. party. At the party. At the party. And now here we are. Here we here are. Here we are. So uh, we'll start off, Jenny. History with Motionless in White. Uh, the only thing I know about this band is what we've heard because people have suggested it to us. I don't have any history with them outside of that. Not true of Sweet Mitchell, though. Oh. Sw- Sweet Mitchell has seen them live. Whoa! Yes. So did he, did he have any like how were they like you know what album cycle? Uh, it, I'm not sure. It was at a Blood Fest, which is a, a a fest that ran for 15 years in Michigan. It just this past year actually ended. Oh wow! But uh, he saw it. He said uh, they had a button that they would push, and the bass was too loud, louder than it needed to be. But that there were lots of people there, and everybody seemed very very into it. So I'd say perhaps not for Sweet Mitchell. <laughs> mm, okay. Uh, but it sounds like everybody there had a great time. Okay. Was there a band he was at Bloodfest to see? He couldn't recall. Um, he, I think one of his friends' band was playing or something, and so he went. Because he's so okay. cool. He's just there hanging out. You mm-hmm. know, at Bloodfest. Friend, friend of the band. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think that's what it was. He is cool. <laughs> I should say. I should. I, for a second there, I'm like, is he cool? He is cool. Yes. Okay. He's very cool. But um, I don't think he was. Yeah. He, he couldn't recall exactly what band he was there to see. Okay. Uh, my history with Motionless in White, much the same, recommended by our listeners. I found while doing a little research that I had actually tweeted about this band a couple years ago because I found a video and I was pretty sure that the lead singer who we'll talk about in a second looked like um, Darcy Carden from The Good Place specifically Bad Janet um, that's what uh, that's what he kind of looked like to me I mean, he had longer hair he has shorter hair now so yeah the, I but I hadn't really listened to too much um, I, I, the stuff I had heard prior to this album did not give me much of a new metal vibe Gave me more of like a, a gothy Manson vibe with uh, touches of uh, like a lot of metalcore screaming. The type of stuff that I would be like, oh, okay, okay, I'm going to turn this down a little bit because I'm an old man. <laughs> Matt Nas, History with Motionless and White. Pretty much the same as Jenny's. Uh, when we played it on the show, I was like, whoa, shit, we're going to have to do this. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, didn't you tell me Catherine was at Bloodfest, right, to see yeah. a band? <laughs> and yes, yeah, she went up at the Motionless and White show. Yeah, she. Mm. I can imagine Catherine just really. We, well, she activated a pit. Mm-hmm. She, uh, you know, she called the circle out, and then she was in the center, like like the person who drops a flag in the drag race, but for the Wall of Death. She was oh, like. Yeah hold hold and then she she activated that too you know what i could see that 
Yeah. If she did that, people would just be like, oh, oh okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so. Uh, It'd be a real battle of the bastards moment. <laughs> so that's our history with Motionless and White, which is not much. Uh, Jenny, who's in Motionless and White on this album? Uh, on this album, this is a classic metalcore uh, I don't care. I want to jump ahead. I'll tell you who's on it in this album. Mm-hmm. Motionless and White on this album is Chris Motionless Cerulli on lead vocals, production, composition. Ryan Sikowski on lead guitar. Ricky Horror Olsen on rhythm guitar and backing vocals. Justin Morrow on bass guitar and backing vocals. And Vinnie Morrow, different spelling, on drums. There you have it. And you were saying, yeah, this is a band with uh, a lot of uh, movement in the members yes. over the years. This band has nine past members. This is Ouch. Uh, yeah. So but this is like very classic. So this band, uh they've got a lot of genre tags. One of them is Metalcore. This to me is like a super classic metalcore thing where the bands just churn through members. So yeah, they have like nine past members uh it looks they were formed in 2005 so they've been around for quite a while this is their fifth studio album the one that we're covering today so they're still going for it but i mean it's been 14 years that's still a lot of people to go through (laughs) it is a lot of people to go through uh yeah genre tags what do we have you said metalcore do we have any some other ones so metalcore gothic metal industrial metal and new metal so there is a new metal tag but it's a bit buried Mm. producer on this album someone that we have seen before glad to see him back it's true folk or you might know him as wizard blood whoa wizard blood where you been bro getting rid of those vowels baby because there's no vowels the way he spells wizard blood wzrd back in the house co-produced it with chris motionless very exciting. What did we Road, know him from? Uh, Wizard Blood produced Kane Hill. I like that stony silence. He <laughs> produced Kane Hill. Well, he's worked with uh, a bullet for my Valentine, Beartooth, Lil Peep, Yellow Wolf. Whoa, Lil Peep. Lil Xan. Lil Xan. Yeah, he's, he's, he's done some things. This Wizard Blood fellow. Mm-hmm. I'm 100 years old. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> this Wizard Blood fellows works with Lil Xan. What if his name was Lizard Blood? L-Z-R-D. Well, then I I think I think he's cool. <laughs> and I know he cares what I think. <laughs> Somewhere in the hills of Santa Monica. It's like, wait a minute. Is there somebody in a basement in the Midwest that Talking thinks shit? I'm not cool? <laughs> I care about this very much. Get me my letter changer. <laughs> Uh, so this was a uh, pretty successful record, 27 on the Billboard 200, number four on U.S. top rock albums. Um, mixed reviews, three and a half out of five from Already Heard. Dead Press gave it a four out of ten. Distorted Sound, seven out of ten. Wall of Sound, three and a half out of five. Sputnik Music, one and a half out of five. Whoa. Sputnik was pissed. That is not a rave. That's the opposite of a rave. Opposite of a rave. So a little mixed on this one, but uh, successful. Uh, 
there was recently an interview with Chris Mosinulis on Josh Toomey's podcast, Talk Toomey, uh, where uh, he talked about how excited they were to tour the record. They did a show. They kicked off their tour at the Shelter in Detroit, Michigan. Mm. And he said, Chris Motionless said, it was a type of show that made you realize why you were in a band. It's like the audience is right there with you and just rocking the fuck out. That was just nice to hear. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Represent D-Town. Yeah. Absolutely. And the Shelter is a great venue. Yes, it is. If you're ever in Detroit and you can see a show at the Shelter, do it. It's a very cool venue. There you go. And uh, I do have a physical copy of the album here. And I got it brand new, but in a twist. I got it at Ides in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was visiting a friend of mine. And he uh, basically has incredible store credit at this store because it sells CDs, it sells movies, it sells comics, and also lets you sell stuff back to it. And he said, Lauren, just go nuts. I said, are you telling me I can do a supermarket sweep? He's like, go crazy. So I'm just like new metal, just grabbing anything, just grabbing stuff. Let me tell you, my friend has been selling stuff back to the store for too long because I didn't make a dent. I felt bad. I was like, I got all this stuff. He's like, that's it? I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what else to tell you. So, yeah, that's how I got a hold of this bad boy. Yeah, that's a big gift. It's yes. a big gift. A big gift. Big gift. So shout to Ides and shout to my friend Dave out in Pittsburgh. He is a gentleman and a scholar. And he also let me stay at his house. He really put me up. It was very nice. It sounds great. It was. It really was a special, special weekend. Uh, okay, well, I think we've talked about every... Oh, the liner notes. Uh, Jenny, we were talking about this album cover. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can it's, we? Uh. It's definitely a ghoul or a demon of some kind. Um, its skin is... And here we see the flesh reaper. <laughs> yeah, its skin is more or less gone, but it is holding a human face with really nice eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> sculptured just the perfect face has definitely been ripped off of the person but they got their brows done <laughs> hey great you eyebrows know what? on this person great eyebrows and then uh, there's a picture of the band inside and i gotta say did not expect of all the pictures i thought i would see of motionless and white opening this up did not expect them to look so incredibly dapper i would say chris motionless wearing a tuxedo with a perfect bow tie. Other members of the band also in suits. Everybody looks like, yeah, they're ready to, to go to a very fancy dress party. But they appear to be undead. This or at true. least they have been watching some YouTube tutorials on smoking out your eyes. And so that that's a question. Because it's not really a corpse face in the like purist <laughs> form, but they really do apply some uh, deep, deep eyeshadow here. <laughs> some deep eye makeup. I feel like if you are doing a Secret Santa with Motionless and White, <laughs> and you get Chris Motionless, if you get him a Sephora gift card, you have made his Christmas brighter. That's true. They also have a little bit of that Rammstein thing going for them. You know? 
Yeah. Handsome guys all dressed up, but something's off. Yeah, Yeah. I guess you're right. They are all kind of like traditionally handsome dudes, but like a little twisted. Just a little (laughs) twisted. Just a little twisted. Oh, you're... Your friend Pam's going to love these guys. Mm, Pam's a freak. She's going <laughs> to love these guys. Uh, <laughs> it's a little twisted. Pam has a pet spider. She's fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't go over to Pam's anymore. Can't I don't want to talk about it. I can't hang with Pam anymore. It's not a good hang. She bought one of those dragon goblets from those stores in the mall. You know, that oh, yeah, sells yeah, yeah. all that... Asian stuff. Right. Yes. Bombay <laughs> Company. Yes. Somebody bought... has to be keeping that place in business. Yeah, I guess. Well, Pam's just a little twisted. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we're ready to dive into this record. Let's take a listen to Motionless and White. Jenny, what's our first song? Our first song is Disguise. While the baby sleeps, something happens in the east. While the sun sets, the earth cools, and it prepares himself for the disguise. All right. And his activated attempt. Jenny, we'll start with you. Thoughts on Disguise? Um, It was interesting for sure. I definitely thought it was uh, sort of a hot open. Um, Maybe not the hottest open we've ever heard, but it was was pretty good. I was a little bit, uh, I thought his vocals were like reminiscent of Jay Gordon a little bit at times when Mm -hmm. he's singing. I got that, but I liked it. Seems like it's about... Figuring out who you are. I think it's about being yourself. It's about taking that disguise off your face and just being you. Which, good message. Okay, I get it. Matt, what did you think of disguise? So, it took me on a ride. You got that creepy boy open. Then you got the, uh, the drop into the song. You know, the get up, get up. Love that. That feels new metal AF to me. Then we kind of got um, a little sequencing, a little, uh, uh, what is that? The MPC trigger pad where it's like, like they just programmed his vocals in there. So 
They could make it stutter. A lot of stuff going on. We get into the verses. I'm like, okay, the verses are all right. And then we got this big hooky chorus. And I'm like, it is following a lot of conventions of modern rock music and mixing it with more, I guess, stylistically aggressive music and making it its own, but I'm not sure where I would classify it, you know? Yeah, I agree. Because it, I will be honest, it doesn't feel new to me beyond it being certainly aggressive at times. The whole, like, get out thing felt new to me. I know it, what you mean. It's 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 all over the place for sure. Not necessarily in a bad, a bad way. No, no, that wasn't. Yeah, it's not a knock. It's who are the. This is the introduction to the band on this record, and I'm like, who are these guys? And I'm like, oh, these these are guys who are going to give you a lot. <laughs> You're going to get a lot from these You're gonna guys. You're going to get a lot. If a man will take the time to smoke out his eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's gonna, gonna get give a, get you a, he's gonna give you a lot he's got thoughts and feelings on things i have to say impeccable eyeshadow on this chris motionless person absolutely uh i gotta say yeah it had a nice chug to it the vocals i got a bit of a mix between marilyn manson and lincoln park mm-hmm. so that was definitely going on there i thought it was a hot open i didn't have any uh reservations okay. on that front i gotta say this music video Oh, yes. The creepy man. So we have basically the album cover brought to life very vividly. Creepy monster person dealing with anguish, looking a bit like something out of the movie The Descent, if you've ever seen that. Mm -hmm. And at first, it seems like this creature is existing in its own place, away from where the band is rocking out, doing, once again... And this is something I'm catching here. Dead, these guys, unison headbanging. You love to see it. It's a beautiful thing. It's wonderful. Then all of a sudden, this creepy monster starts hanging out on Chris Motionless' shoulder. And then they're singing the song in each other's faces. They get into a screaming match. Mm -hmm. And then the monster eats a head. Definitely. Yeah, the Takes monster definitely eats a head at the end. Monster definitely like, eats a head. Give me that face. I'm a face craver. And I love the effort that you've put into your eyebrows, and I want you to know that I notice and respect the time it takes to have uh, nice eyebrows. Absolutely. It takes uh, time. The other member of the band, I believe it was the guitarist. I don't know which one, and I apologize. But he has some gore makeup on his face that I think is supposed to be either um a burn or maybe like he maybe he ate something bloody but it looked to me like he just had some real sloppy spaghetti it's a real Either way, spaghetti though. situation over there um, perhaps, possibly you know we're you're all performing. back to the shelter now we're that's right you're back <laughs> in the shelter this creepy monster is hanging out in your in your you know rehearsal space and you know chris motionless is like fine i'll sing a duet with it and you're like i'm gonna throw up and there you have it and there you go uh, but good video. Definitely check it out. It's on YouTube.com. Mm. <laughs> Not sponsored by YouTube. No. Sorry. Uh, all right. Up next, we've got a song called Headache. 
days I'm narcissistic Some days I'm in my way Some days I try to sleep with pins and needles in my brain Some days I feel sadistic A portrait of my pain And some days I live in fear that I am every fucking thing I like Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up about headache hold on i just there's somebody at my door let me just check who it is real quick hello oh it's new metal hello this chorus i'll just read it back in case you missed it in case you weren't paying attention the chorus if i may read it is shut up 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 let me tell you the joy that I got the first time I heard this chorus, the joy I get every time I hear this chorus. This is how it's done. This is somebody who heard about the party and it was like, let's have that party again. Ian to it. I loved it. Jenny, thoughts? Uh, the chorus for sure. The shut up gave me Deftones vibes a mm-hmm. little bit, yep. uh, which I enjoyed a lot. Again, these boys are giving us a lot. They're giving us a lot. I don't, I got really hung up listening to this album on like, is it new? Maybe too caught up on, is it new? The chorus for sure sounded like it. Um, but I don't know about the song overall. Did you, Lauren, did you find the song overall to be new or just the chorus itself? Uh, this one overall, I felt, was pretty new metal. Um, th- we've got the scratches going on. Um, the verses gave me, once again, more in that, uh, I want to say, Linkin Park vibe. I got really heavy Linkin Park, which I did not expect, just seeing what these guys look like. I did not think there would be that much Linkin Park influence on it. Um, and also, just like lyrically, um, this song, I mean, we didn't get, I mean, the first verse is all right, but this second verse where he says, some days I feel static with everyone I know, and some days I feel like I just want to slit a motherfucker's throat into more shut-ups. True. And, you know, I wrote my notes. I said, I have had a headache. This song makes perfect sense. Relatable. Matt Nas. When I first heard the bass line, I was like, are we going to Tool Town? Because it's a very isolated bass, and, yeah. and the stylistic choice is in the same vein as a Tool song. But then it definitely is not a Tool song at all. And I was very happy not to be going to Tool Town, because that would have made me feel like we're in it now, because there's a lot of tracks <laughs> left on this album. True. Um, the Shut Up is a classic. I mean, that's one of my favorite tropes of all time. I mean, come on. Shut up when you're talking to me. Ah, and then to just shut up, repeat it over and over. These choruses 
are anthemic. These guys can write hooks. Mm-hmm. It's it's great songcraft. Uh, I still don't know where I land on it, but it's very interesting so far. It, it is not what I expected in the least. I hear motionless and white. I see the picture of these guys. The motif that they're setting or the style that they're setting is different in the music than I was expecting, if that makes sense. Totally. All right. Is there a, I don't know, a a resource for opinions that people have on these songs? Well, there is, but it's not particularly useful for this band. (laughs) As longtime listeners will know, we frequently go to my website, songmeaning.com. Yeah. Um, They, Motionless and White exists on song meetings, but uh, much like the ghosts they speak of so much throughout this album, (laughs) it's it's somewhat of a ghostly presence. It's not. Indeed. Yeah. If you go over to Genius.com, there are a few comments. Uh, This song has a comment from a commenter, Lucia, who says, so much corn influence in this fire, Uh, which I think don't know if i agree with that assessment but uh corn isn't my first grab on this band yeah corn definitely is yeah and yeah most people probably haven't listened to (laughs) oh no this much (laughs) what (laughs) i'm just saying like if you maybe haven't spent the past three years of your life listening (laughs) listening to like a shitload of new metal Every maybe fucking like week. 179-ish episodes. Yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. <laughs> if you hadn't done that, you might hear I can see like with like some of like the drops and aggression and the like I, I can see where somebody would go there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe this person is a complete scholar on new metal and we're all wrong. Very possible. Right, yeah, we're we're only uh, we're only uh, we're only 181 episodes deep. Maybe they're way deeper in their research. I will say though, I agree with both of you. Thank you. You're so Thank welcome. you. You're so welcome. All right, Jenny, I don't know how to pronounce this song title, but I feel like your job, <laughs> your day job, might help us out a little bit. Uh, this is a song that I'm gonna say is called Code, and it's just got like a carrot. It's got like an HTML like code tag on it. So it's called code. Everything you know with the focus within the moment. Don't ask a question why. Listen to the sound of the virus. You can't deny this. Get up and amplify! Where are those fucking lighters at? 
Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We came here to do this. We're Lincoln. I'm emotionless and white. This song is very new. Very new. Very <laughs> Lincoln. That is an yeah. unwritten Lincoln Park song. Listen, somebody's got to pick up the mantle. Emotionless and White are like coming in. They're saying, give us a shot. Give us a shot. Uh, coach, me? coach, put me in. Well, put me in. We are the coach now. <laughs> we are the coach. <laughs> uh, I guess, I don't know if I'm just like completely misremembering Lincoln Park based on my uh, noted historically <laughs> shitty attitude about Lincoln Park historically. But like this, they, this band seems to me overall a little bit heavier. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I think I, I kind of like gravitate more toward this than I that I might like Lincoln Park is obviously a good band, but maybe not quite for me. But this band is like this album sounds great, I think. Wizard Blood. Wizard Blood did it. Uh the band sounds awesome. Mm. The vocals are very interesting. He he does like a, a really like he's able to like kind of effortlessly like transition between vocal styles, which I like. It's got pipes. It's yeah, got, it's got pipes. Guy can sing. Guy can scream too. He can do and it all. He can do I it mean, all. I've seen him. I've seen the videos. Jenny and I watched a performance video for a song that I'm not exactly sure of. You'll, you'll once we get back to it, you'll remember. But like, he seems to be a very charismatic frontman, which. I don't know how many of those there are right now. You know, like oh, there's a shortage. There's a shortage. There's not enough charismatic frontmen. Absolutely. You know, I watch the dude and part of me goes, this is either the hokiest thing I've ever seen or it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. But there isn't a moment that I'm watching him that I don't believe that he's in it. He is in it. Selling the shit out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, uh, yeah, I was really into this one. Once again, I mean, this chorus, uh, one mind, one soul, we unite to write our code. Timely. You know, we're talking about, this is, this is a big tent song, you guys. It's a big tent song. Getting everybody in there. It's a good message. I'm all about it. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Well, all right. You want to go to the next song? I'm ready. It's called Thoughts and Prayers. Fuck a bunch of thoughts and we're selfish and destruction. 
So my notes sound like I was, I don't know, having a stroke when I wrote them. I wrote, oh shit, <laughs> go, <laughs> fuck, strong start, drums. I was just losing it. I was just losing my mind. Wow. Fuck. Fuck. Drums. Drums. <laughs> These are the thoughts of a dying man. Go. The last oh, here's the thing. If you're in the pit when thoughts and prayers comes on, for one, my thoughts and prayers to you that you make it out because oh boy. But yeah, those might be the last thoughts that go through your head. You're like, oh the fuck. Oh, strong start drums. And then you're trampled. It's over. Incredible. Incredible. This is a song that this is the first song I ever heard by these guys because this is the one that was suggested to us and sent to us yep. in the show. It's intr- it's tremendous. I was gonna say incredible. It's incredible and tremendous. Uh, I wrote also. I wrote these guys are tearing it the fuck up. I love it. I love it. I love it. Jenny, thoughts on thoughts and prayers? Uh, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a bit of a crusher. I gotta tell you, and I'm just a shock to you. The smooth boys took me out of it a little bit. I didn't need a smooth boy in this one. Just like fucking keep going, like. Um, but I did really enjoy it. Um, lyrically, it's a bit hitting you over the head, I will say. Oh yeah. There's no, yeah, there's no subtext. They're going, they're going all in. Um, but that said, I really did enjoy this one and I thought it was very fun and it made me wonder what the earlier records sounded like. Cause I don't feel like you just hop here. I feel like what we're hopping to is more Smooth Boys, if I had to guess. I found an old song uh, with a video where uh, they're walking down the street and uh, someone throws something at Chris Motionless. And I believe there's supposed to be like some sort of protesters, maybe some like Westboro Baptist Church type of people. And then the song kicks in and he's just screaming and just strangling this guy in the street. It's wild. And it was just, just throat, throat shredding, screaming, just really intense, and uh, with nary a smooth boy to be found. So yeah, that that would be my assumption. That was like okay, because the quick cue. Yes. When you uh, add a little smooth boy in the middle, are you trying to I don't know, broaden your audience? Oh man. Oh, don't oh. even get me started. Don't oh. get us started. Don't, don't get us started. I'm just asking don't the question. Oh my gosh. First of all, oh boy. gathering of the juggalos. You kidding oh. me? Gathering of the jugs. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's wow. What it is. There's oh, one boy. thing I'm watching all time. It's them titties. And that is. Put paint on those. Huh? <laughs> oh man, let me tell you. I get my paints. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, we do. You're bad. <laughs> I'm a bad, bad man. Boy. I get you my pants. Bad man. I get my pants. Oh, no. I left my brushes at home. Guess I'm going to use my hands. Oh, yeah. Things of painting titties. There we go. <laughs> Nothing but smiley faces from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's I right. No be frowns. honest. A couple sad faces, too. No, a couple. <laughs> you know, oh, everyone's like an elf shoe. Yeah. Hate <laughs> to frown at an elf shoe. T- you know what? Merry Christmas to me. I'll tell you what. Oh, yeah. Oh, Put the tip in my mouth. It don't matter. There it is. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. But, like, if I think about why they would do this is more a 
appeal? Yeah, I'd say so. You get that chorus. I think that chorus gets you on the radio with the rest of that. I agree. Although this was not a single, which surprised me. Because that chorus is ready to go for the old radio. I guess that's the big question is because this is... I don't... I always hate when I listen to a new band and I instantly think about the old band or an old band that had a similar sound, right? Like, it's very... It sucks, but it's just something that comes. When I hear this, I instantly think Slipknot. Uh, I think it's hard not to. Mm. Maybe I'm alone. No, I can can hear it. You're not alone. You're not alone, Matt. Thank you. (laughs) We are not your kind, Mm. but you are not alone. There it Um, is. So... I think about what they did too, and they have mentioned on the show quite a bit some smoothed out vocals, especially in their later records. And that definitely opened them up for broad appeal. Tits. Tits. Et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. Put them in. Fallopian tubes. Vulva. Nobody gets I sound no. like I sound like the count right now. Nobody's <laughs> expecting to get hit with a loose cervix. Like just Yeah, like not to hear it or to physically be hit with a loose cervix. No. Well if you physically got hit by a loose cervix, something wrong. Okay. You should seek Tom's therapy immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You okay? Oh man, I got hit with a loose cervix. Boy. Uh, oh boy. Uh so it seems once again that we are just a bit of a house divided, though, on where exactly these guys land in the new, which I think only means that we just need to continue forward with our next song. I would agree. That's a song called Legacy. take out there first that's a modern like 2019 modern rock song yeah i was not into this one it uh it reminded me of something like imagine dragons or or that type of exactly what i was gonna say i i could i think it would work on like an espn bumper you know coming out of a, a clip or something like that but not uh Right after thoughts and prayers, I was I was not ready for this sort of I don't know what this sound is called, but I know everybody does yeah, it. Yeah, that mid tempo anthemic. That, that stomp. I I just not. It's never been uh, appealing to me. Like I know Fall Out Boy does a lot of stuff like this. It sounds like this now, and I'm a big Fall Out Boy fan. They kind of lost me a bit with that. And so this one, yeah, I I just wasn't really into it. Uh, and over on Genius.com, a commenter <laughs> says. 
that this song gives them skillet vibes. Awesome song. I'm sorry, I should mention that this commenter, his name is Bleg666. Skillet vibes. Skillet vibes. Get them skillet uh, vibes. Yeah. Jenny, thoughts on Legacy? Not for me. Definitely, I felt the same. It sounded like a... It sounded like something that would come on Sweet Mitchell's parents, like serious modern rock radio. That mm-hmm. like, I'd be like, oh, and then eventually someone would be like, I love this song. <laughs> and I'd be like, I can see that, whether I can or not. Um, but it definitely uh, talking about like broadening your audience. Oh. I mean, that is like the universal broadening. Yeah, it definitely sounds like this is angling a bit. Absolutely. Which who could blame ya? Yeah. You, you gotta put food on your family. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta put Dude, food on your family. First thing I do in the morning, wake up, put a piece of bread on my daughter. Oh my God. I gotta yeah. put food on my family. Gotta put food on my family every gotta morning. Wake up. One blueberry on Sweet Mitchell's head. <laughs> Doesn't balance it for too long. Uh, I put a bag of Cheerios on my wife. She hates it, but she gets it. I tell the shipped people, come right upstairs. There's all the groceries all over my husband. Uh, <laughs> bury him. Bury him in bury snacks. Bury me in crudite. Uh, Jenny, what's this next song called? Oh, this next song. And buckle up. It's called Undead 2, The Tale of the Midnight Ride. Oh, I didn't see you there. Welcome to the Dusty Trail. Red Dead Redemption? Undead Red Dead Redemption. Uh-oh. For a spooky tale. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Oh, Matt, please wait a moment. <laughs> oh, okay, buddy. Dancing in the moonlight and thinking about broomsticks. Ooh. I wrote in my notes. I'm sorry. Headless Hortman. I'm sorry. You're right. Headless Hortman. The Headless Hortman. Headless Hortman. Good. Uh, Food on your family or the Headless Hortman will get them. You don't listen, want Headless Hortman to listen. Listen, he- Headless Hortman, he was my roommate in college. <laughs> 
pain in the ass. He would eat everything <laughs> in the fridge, even if you put your name on it. He doesn't have a head. He doesn't have a mouth. He's he just, just dumped that food it. down his that, neck hole. That's like a Vitamix, but a person. That was his excuse. He's like, I got no head. I can't see what you wrote on this. And then he'd, yeah, and then he'd shove my mac and cheese down his open, stumpy throat. Uh, yeah, this song is about the Headless Horseman. We're talking about Ichabod Crane. We're saying the pumpkin rides tonight. We're saying an incredible line near the end of the song where he says, The British soul's too far to reach. You can't escape damnation on All Hallows' Eve. And then, right <laughs> after that, we hear, This place is haunted. It is. It really is. Uh, and then, you, yeah, and then you have this chorus. It, which really, I got to be telling you, this chorus took me by surprise every time, because you're in such a spooky place that you are not expecting this smooth boy chorus to roll in with lines like "crimson coagulates, severed head bouquet, body incomplete, sealer of your fate." I wrote in my notes, "This song is bananas." I guess it's good. It's almost <laughs> too much for me. Jenny, thoughts it's, on Undead Ahead too? It's a lot. It's like, uh, I feel like if you took Legacy Notwithstanding, if you took each of these songs separately, like listen to this song, I'd say, well, this is a pretty good song. I wouldn't guess that all of these were from the same band. And I don't necessarily think that's bad, but this does feel to me like they're trying to... I don't know if it's do all of the things that they've done before or it just sounds like a lot of things being put together in a way that doesn't quite make sense to me. Uh, It just feels like you're trying to do too much, too many different kinds of things. Like who are you in this album? You know what I mean? Hmm. Interesting. Matt? When I heard this, uh, I was like, oh, okay, this is the Nightmare Before Christmas. Because we've got Danny Elfman-esque chord changes. We've got things that he likes to do. And then we drop into kind of standard, straight-ahead, Slipknot-esque verses that then drop into very modern rock choruses. And I didn't hate it at all. I mean, I'm, I don't even want to be negative about it. I'm like, these guys played to a lot of influences and they're playing to a modern audience. They definitely aren't playing to me, you know, yet my ears are hearing it. So what do I hear? I hear a lot of nostalgia in a way, but I don't know if I hear who motionless and white is. I'm hearing a lot of sounds that work put into a blender and let rip. That makes sense to me. Lauren. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, I'm not a I'm not a big uh goth nightmare on Christmas type of person. <laughs> <laughs> if if there's a moment of this show that you don't know that we're all parent that lauren and i are parents let nightmare christmas 
Nightmare <laughs> on Christmas. Is Be that what it's guide. called? Wait, wait, what's it called? It's the Nightmare Before Christmas. And that came <laughs> out when we were children. Yeah, <laughs> so. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I, I've never seen the whole you're, thing. Are, I, you I, pro- I could imagine you walking around a house when you're like eight years old in like a robe and loafers. <laughs> this is a real shitty slam against this song. This song, unfortunately, sounds like a hot topic stirred together and poured onto a track. But is that not, though... What's like, supposed to happen? Is that... But that's, like... Uh, this That hot topic is, like, the audience for this band, right? 100%, right? That's got to be who they're going for. I feel like if I go into a hot topic right now and I say, anybody, like, motionless in white? Like, people would come out of the ground. Like, the store itself would come alive like it's Venom or something. It would be like, yes! All the Love shirts Chris would become people. Yes, they'd all be. Yeah, it, yeah. It, because definitely. this is the Boondock Saints of songs, right? <laughs> oh, hey, come on! <laughs> this song's a little bit better than Boondock Saints. For one, it's shorter. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to get your oh, get your goat, Lauren. Get my goat a little bit. I think uh, we're. Yeah. I'll I'll speak for all of us here, and you'd walk me back if I'm wrong. But I think we might just be too old for this shit. I'm gonna agree. <laughs> I think I so. I agree. think so. I think so. Absolutely. Because I, if I heard this when no. I was much younger, when like, yeah, if I heard this when I was much younger, I think I would have been pretty into it. There yeah, you go. this isn't playing to my 42 year old sensibilities, and you know what? It shouldn't. It no. shouldn't. This band should not give a fuck about what I think about it. It would be weird if they were like, you know who we need to get? <laughs> the 42-year-old dad set. That's who we need. Uh, all right. Let's do it. What we got next? Holding on to smoke. I'm tired of feeling comatose. I've lost the me that I love most. I'm barely holding on to smoke. I'm barely holding on to smoke. I'm not addicted, but I'm not clean. Why do I do this to myself on repeat? So disconnected from my So we got a catchy chorus here. This thing seems to be sort of like a Finger Eleven Chevelle sort of late new metal, alt metal. Not quite. I I never thought that we were at a like a butt dive, but it's 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 right around there. 
in this like i don't know like i got like all these like new metal moments but none of the new metal moments that i love you know like new metal i'm like oh yeah it's new metal but not the new metal that i'm all about like stained like break the cycle era new metal with not a ton of edge so i I wasn't a big fan of this one jenny also not for me but i could definitely imagine this being popular on modern rock radio it's the chorus once again the guys can write a chorus yeah but i would say not for me matt Uh, I was taking a second there to just check my brain to see if AFI makes sense in reference to this band. It's a similar, like, aesthetic, I think. Definitely from an aesthetic standpoint. I know that AFI generally gets more lumped into the punk set, um, even though they were never my favorite band. But... I was just checking my brain in to see if I was like woefully off base. I don't think I'm 100% off base, but I'm, they would probably be a touchstone, but not a major influence. Well, Motionless and uh, White is kind enough to have listed their influences for us. Oh, okay. So I can I can tell you oh, uh, please. that they uh the band members, this is according to Wikipedia, which we know sometimes can be sketchy. Wrong. But if Wikipedia is to be believed, uh the band members themselves have stated that they're influenced from a wide variety of artists such as AFI, first one listed. These also appear to be in alphabetical order. Okay. <laughs> so don't take that too. Aiden, As I Lay Dying, Atreyu, August Burns Red, Avenged Sevenfold, Bauhaus, The Black Dahlia Murder. Bleeding Through, Christian Death, Cradle of Filth, The Cure, Danzig, Depeche Mode, 18 Visions, Every Time I Die, Gojira, Him, Black Sabbath, Himsa, Dies Today, KMFDM, Johnny Cash, Corn, Sex Pistols, Linkin Park, Marilyn Manson, The Misfits, Metallica, Morrissey, Nine Inch Nails, Under Oath, Cyclone 9, Rammstein, Rob Zombie, Slipknot, Sisters of Mercy, Smiths, Suicide Commando, System of a Down, Prodigy, and Paradise Lost. Well, somebody gave up on alphabetizing about halfway through that list. (laughs) And as I was reading, it was driving me crazy. This all makes sense because I feel like we, I, I can't speak to every single one of the artists that I just listed off, but I do think that we're hearing, as time goes on, you just have so many more influences, especially as like you have more ways and like easier ways to just like consume media. Right. Who fucking knows what music, who knows what music's going to sound like in 20 years. I don't know, old man. Uh, Let's check the TikToks. <laughs> oh boy. So AFI, you're right. Yeah, there we go. All right. Up next, we have another life. Another dream, another life, another world with you. <laughs> if I can't let you go, we'll darkness divide. For the fiction of love is the truth of our lies. We were playing for keeps, but we both knew the cost. Now the
Where are them lighters at? Yeah. Where are the modern rock radio breakups at? Oh, my Lord. Let me tell you. I saw this one, Another Life. I said, man, I wonder if that other life is where you don't break up with her. <laughs> is that the Another Life we're talking about? I, uh, once again, you know, I take it back. I didn't mind this one. But I was getting a little impatient. I was ready to rock again. I was ready to get back to some pit activation. But you got to have, when I heard this song, I'm like, you know what? You got to have this song. It's got to be here. You need that breaking up song. You're going through it. And Chris Motionless sells it. Once again, Chris Motionless is like, uh, how many hot choruses do you need? How many big hooky choruses do you need? 13, 12, 14? I'll just give them to you. I got them in my pocket. I got to believe there are other bands who are killing themselves in the studio. And then they hear these choruses on this album. They go, fuck, he did it 13 times. How'd he do it? How'd he do it? What's the magic? Is it actual wizard blood? I don't know. Could be. Could be. But undeniable choruses. I was putting my hands up. Like, yep, there it is. Jenny, they they write anthems. They do. They do. Not for me. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I didn't knew I, it was. I mean, well, like I've known you now for a very long time, but we've done the show for a long time. This not a note of this screams <laughs> you to me. No, I think I think though I can completely see. I had like a series of uh, people that I know. That just flashed in my brain when I was like listening to this the first time because I was like, "Who the fuck?" And then I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, boom, everyone, boom. the fuck, but me. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the problem here." Because uh, I was just like, "I don't think so, bud." But then, lots of people probably think so because mm-hmm. this is kind of like a crusher for what it's going for. I think. Oh yeah. Just Absolutely. not. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I, we've talked about it before, but if I'm going to be sad, you you toss a little Leonard Cohen at me. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be only kind of sad. <laughs> I want to go full bore. Yeah, I want to go full bore. Uh, but yeah, I think it's... It is undeniable. This dude can write a chorus. Yeah. All right, we got another fun title, Jenny. All right. This one, if you can believe it, is called Broadcasting from Beyond the Grave, Death, Inc. As it incorporated. Good evening. You're listening to Broadcasting from Beyond the Grave. Tonight's chilling episode, Death, Incorporated.
somebody order something funky? Funky, Ken. Wow, hi, Ken. Wow. Disco weirdos, and that's me, baby. Oh, uh, we know those clothes are tight, Ken. Well, that's because T Mobile is introducing 5G, baby. Oh. oh. <laughs> Wow. I gotta get sleek and aerodynamic, and I hence see, yeah. I'm wearing this luge outfit. I would just say though, like, stay away from a fire that looks like it might melt. It your is body. made of polyester. Yeah. It will 100 yeah. percent turn the oil on my skin. Yeah, I, I gotta say, Ken. Also, it leaves nothing to the imagination. No, you can see my rod. <laughs> why oh, are you? Uh, yeah. Why did you order some rod funky? No, no, Ken, no, nobody Ken, ordered no, rod. nobody ordered that. Are you sure about that? Because it's ruddy. Uh, da, 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 oink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Ken, oh, are you still selling cell phones, or did you get let go? <laughs> well, me and Jean Legere had a very intimate one-on-one conversation where he said cease and desist, and I said no. Okay. Oh, wow. So, so no, I am selling T-Mobile uh, 5G out of um, the back of my car. Okay. Well, you don't have to um, display your rod to sell. Look, phones. everybody knows that you need to broaden your audience. Oh, boy. Yeah. I don't want to be weird or speak for... I'm just like a woman, I guess. And so... You are a lady. <laughs> yeah. You should conceal your dick. <laughs> well, these are some hard truths that I've just learned Look, today. We've been friends for a long time. <laughs> we should you have, have been. <laughs> I feel like I just got to tell you. You've known me for over a year and a couple months. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a long time for me. <laughs> it's hard for adults to make new friends. I agree, which is why we've been holding on. <laughs> uh. But you gotta uh, cover your dick. You Ken. gotta cover your dick up, Ken. Oh, okay. You know what? I don't want to lose the two best friends I have in the whole wide world. Ah, man. If I'm one of your best friends, buddy, oh boy. That's not what good. is it, Lauren? You don't enjoy this? Doink, doink, doink. No. Oh, the, oh no, oh no. Please God. sleep. How did stop, it even stop. do that? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Did it detach from your body and reattach? I don't want to know. I don't want to know. All right, well, anyway, I'll go back to broadcasting from beyond the grave from Death Inc. Oh, boy. Hi, Ken. Wow. Wow. Ah, oh, boy. Man, Ken hears disco, and he is in. I, yeah, I would say He's so. In. This was a weird, like, uh, Rob, Rob Zombie. zombie. <laughs> yeah, Rob yeah. Zombie departure. Rob sure. Zombie out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, mm. Rob Zombie with a little bit of what reminded me of like mid-career Manson stomp going on in there. I honestly wrote in my notes, I said, Manson had to have heard this and went, they fucking did it. Like that <laughs> that was my feeling on it. Also, Jenny, is this a bop? It's definitely a bop. Yeah. Because we were I, dancing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought this was like, at, by this point in the album, the first time I listened to it, I was like, I don't think I like this. The second time, I was like, ah, I don't know. The third time, I was like, okay. I think that they're just kind of all over the place on this record. And like, so by the time I got around to listening to this, the third and now the fourth, when we're doing it here, like, it's just sort of like, yeah, sure. I get it. You guys are just <laughs> going to do whatever. It's fun. I 
I think I see all of the different things that they might want to be in this album or mm-hmm. might like envision themselves as being. And they pull it off. Like there's no There are songs on this like that the songs on this album that I like more than others, but there aren't any that I'm like, this just sounds terrible. Or Oh yeah. You're not pulling it off. Like they pull it all off. It's just jeez. Well, let me let me ask you this though: Is this better than making something that's a little samey? I mean, I'm not bored. I'm not bored with this record because it's a lot of left turns, a lot of curveballs. No, I think today you've got to make this record. Mm-hmm. You've got to make this weird swinging for the fences, borrowing from every influence you have. You know, like this is going for it. Oh yeah, you know, being timid doesn't do it. Like there isn't any time, and this is odd for a band that's already had. This is their fifth album. Four albums preceding it, but they're just like, if you're Chris Motionless at this point in time, you're like, I don't know, man. Let's just go crazy. Let's just go for it. Whatever. Who? Let's do it. And the fact that uh, uh, in that interview, going back to the interview uh, that Toomey did with Chris Motionless, uh, he said, you know, like there was a little worry when they put it out because a lot of band sales have gone down and this record stayed steady. Like their audience showed up. They said, yeah, we're here. We're still here for this band. They're trying different things. They're dipping into the new. We're going to we're going to roll with them. Uh, the thing is that, yeah, I mean, the, if you. If you don't like one song in the album, or that's not for you, give it a track. Because they're going to throw something else at you that might just be a bop, like this one. I'll be honest, the first time I heard it, when they went into that We Are The Weirdos, I I straight up laughed. I laughed out loud. It was so funny to me. Uh, but every time I went back to it, I'm like, this is just a party song. Just bopping around, having a good time. This is the one I feel like when they start playing this one in concert, if I'm in line for a drink, I'm going to run out there man i'll get my drink when they do holding on to smoke so yeah so i was uh this this also is when the album kind of kicks back up into gear for me i was like okay cool we're having fun again how respectful of our time is this record uh this album is 42 minutes and 31 seconds that's awesome 11 tracks 42 minutes ripper that is one thing i've noticed in uh november is that i think bands got the message keep it around 11 12 tracks keep it mm-hmm. in that 38 to 45 minute if you're gonna go up your ass do it as shortly as possible <laughs> yeah that i think that that's been kind of a constant this month which i have appreciated absolutely we have not taken that note no well never we <laughs> it wouldn't never be the show <laughs> no, no it's true uh i just feel the need to call it out when i see it absolutely uh, all right. Up next, we got another single from the record here. Uh, it's called Brand New Numb. I'm trying to fucking record this. Sorry. Like a bitch and I think you too should be I wanna break free from my humanity I wanna raise 
So I like this one a lot. It gives me Manson vibes, gives me filter vibes. It's got, once again, a rock solid chorus. And uh, I was, yeah, I was just into this one. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's just a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Jenny, thoughts on Brand New Numb? Definitely very, very Manson-y. I thought it was all right. It's not quite, not quite for me, but I felt like it was executed well. Um, the video. The video. Uh, a surprise. Very classic. A very classic. So this is the one that we saw, right? This is the one that we saw where the dad was just drinking a fifth of whiskey in the daylight. Now, <laughs> as a dad who drinks, if I pulled out a fucking bottle of whiskey, even I would be like, this seems like a lot, right? I have a problem. It to- was like 3 p.m. sun. Right. Early dinner, son. They just had like a fifth of whiskey open at the table. It was the biggest bottle of whiskey I've ever seen in my life. I could not believe how big that bottle was. Like it felt like I thought there would be more exaggerated elements in the music video because of the hugeness of that bottle of whiskey. Yeah, it was definitely like dad drinks. (laughs) Yeah, they were like, we got (laughs) we got like three shots to communicate dad's an alcoholic. What's the fastest way we can do it? (laughs) And they were just like the prop team's like, we can give you a bigger bottle. (laughs) Dad did seem so the video. The premise seems to be that there is a high school student who is being bullied and Mm -hmm. they have a flyer for a band that turns out to be their band. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are really dismissive of the flyer and like crumple it up, including alcoholic dad. Mom seems concerned, mm. but then uh, the student eventually flyers their own house, which I thought was a great <laughs> twist. <laughs> and the dad does seem to soften when they look and see that the student has drawn a smiley face on, on the, the back, back of, of the, the yeah, like oh. My sweet child. Yeah. Yeah. And then they uh, they beat up the bully. That's right. The bully does get their comeuppance. I mean, they beat the shit out of this bully. <laughs> they, they probably should have taken it easy on the bully. <laughs> they really beat They murder up. this guy. <laughs> they break the bully's laptop. <laughs> they, they, yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, they really went for it. And, um, and, uh, I got to say, though, it is always funny whenever uh, they have the person who's like mad at their like minimum wage high school job. And it sort of seems like in this one, the boss is sort of just like, do your job. And they're like, how dare you? That's true. I forgot about the How dare you make the mistake of hiring me? (laughs) I don't want to work. Me, an angsty teen. Yeah. You, an adult who has been flattened because your job <laughs> is to boss around a teen at a laundromat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, and then the band gets to, they go and get to perform this song at a show where a lot of people showed up. So the flyering worked. Street team on point. Probably had Tom Hazer doing it. Probably. Uh, that was my first thought. The best mm-hmm. in the business. The best in the biz. And, uh, yeah, just a good old time. And there's a brief cameo from Motionless and White on a TV playing the song wearing what reminded me of like, I don't know, like 50s Riverdale, like letter jackets. Uh, look great. Look great. I love this video. It's a lot of fun. I can't believe it, but we're on the last song. 
one song left. And one song? This is a song called Catharsis. Catharsis in darkness When you can't seem to feel a thing The absence that haunts you Won't hurt much longer This one feels like new metal via Linkin Park, but also soil in a kind of way and bands like that. Once again, anthemic chorus. Not a bad way to close the album. Would have liked another ripper, but this is fine. Jenny? It gave me Alien Ant Farm vibes, weirdly. Mm. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I agree. Very anthemic. This album was a lot more anthemic than I was expecting. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is not a bad thing. Uh but if you if this would have been eleven songs of creepy crawls, it would have been what I expected. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'd have been like, okay, it's motionless and white. They kind of got this corpse paint thing going on. They're presenting themselves as kind of like these evil undeads. And then the record is, to your point, very anthemic. They're definitely very spoopy. They're spoopy boys. They're spoopy boys. They're spoopy boys. Definitely spoopy. Um, I want to mention a commenter on Genius.com. Commenter, the hipster lemon, said, Such an underrated track. The whole album is nothing but bangers, but this one really strikes a chord with me. I was upvoted seven times. Thank you, the hipster lemon. Hey, you won't see banger on songmeanings.com. No, you won't. No, probably not. Probably no. not. No, I mean, this is the only comment here. I'm surprised you didn't start with how come there aren't more comments on this song. Mm, maybe that's something that we also outgrew. Mm, something that we left back in the early 2000s. Well, it's hey, too bad. it's never too late to bring it back if you care about it. It's true. Well, I guess it's that part in the show where Cannon talk. Talk about the game. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. Your thoughts on Motionless and White and the canon and November as a whole. Wow. Throwing a lot, a lot of at pressure. you. Uh, a lot of pressure. Uh, I'll take the pressure. You take that pressure. <laughs> I'll take the pressure. Uh, Get the release valve on that pressure. I've been holding it all in. Uh, I, I thought this album was fun. It was interesting. It wasn't what I was expecting at all. Um, I thought it sounded really good. I thought it was interesting. I thought a lot of it definitely wasn't for me, nor does it want to be, nor should it try to be. <laughs> um, I wouldn't put it in the canon. 
Um, I thought there were a few tracks on it that were new, but I, there are a couple tracks that like, I wouldn't be devastated if we, I wouldn't be devastated if we put anything in here, but like, I thought most of it borrowed from new, but maybe was it really that new metal? Not most of it. Um, November itself has been a really fun, refreshing change. Uh, it's been cool to hear bands take in all of the influences of the, uh, getting the party started and, the thick of it and just sort of put everything together. I think a lot of the notes that we had for like a lot of those albums, it turns out wasn't just us. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I think that they've kind of been internalized. And we've seen that there. I, I don't think that there's really, there hasn't been a lot of, a lot of times this month that I'm like overwhelmed by how long an album is or feeling like it has like way too much filler or anything like that for the most part. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder what it would be like to be like growing up on this kind of music now, especially given how it's like changed. Um, I've had a really fun month. I wouldn't put this album in lovingly. Like I don't think it, it necessarily has a spot in the canon in my opinion. Um, but I'm curious to see what you two think. I, uh, I like this album. But right when I'm ready to love it, it pivots away a bit, and I thought the middle is a little saggy, and the back end, back end has some stompers, it never quite reclaims the fire uh, or the new metal vibe of the first four tracks. Um, my feeling, headache has got to go in. Like, that one seems undeniable to me. Uh, Thoughts and Prayers is also incredible, but headache seems like a no-brainer uh, but we can talk about that more um <laughs> in regards to the month yeah this month was you know we've done a lot of different theme months and we can truly say that we never know what's going to happen and i was kind of uh, i was worried that maybe things would be a little too much smooth boys or maybe there'd be some weird left turns but it's been very fun very breezy and i echo what you said jenny we had the notes, other people had the same notes, and they took them to heart, and it was a lot of the stuff that we like with not much of the stuff that we dislike about new Metal or feel that those records needed less of, you know? And uh, yeah, it made me feel, it makes me feel good about the future of new Metal. Makes me feel good about what new Metal is still to come, you know? And uh it also introduced me to just a lot of, you know, new new bands I wasn't aware of that I've been driving around listening to. I told Jenny, I texted you the other day. I found a record by a band that I like that I just haven't, just for whatever reason, I just hadn't dug that deep into their discography. There were some new metal moments on this record. I thought I was going to cry. They were so good. I was like, are we going to have to extend November? You know, we can't wait till next November to do this. Like, we just got to start sprinkling these records in yeah. to the show. Twanu, twanu. Twanu, twanu. One new with you and <laughs> with EW. I love I it. don't think that, I don't think that catch is catchy or will catch up. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, no, no. Keep keep going. I'll, I'll have to workshop that a little bit. <laughs> I was just being vulnerable with you guys and said the first thing. I appreciate you. Oh, I regret it deeply uh, now. Don't. <laughs> 
Don't. Matt. 2020. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Matt, uh, before we get into That's your... That's how the show works, is that uh, things that we're embarrassed by become <laughs> adamant parts of the show. <laughs> Well, well, Matt, before we get into your uh, 2020 uh, resolutions, uh, what do you think about this record and your thoughts on November? I like this record a lot. It is not what I would go for when I want new metal, which points me towards it not going in. But Headache's a fucking ripper. So I'm with you on that. Like... I'm also with you on thoughts and prayers because that was that one kind of grabbed me. This is a very modern record using influences, but not recreating those influences whole cloth. They're just meaning that they weren't like, we, we're going to make a corn record and here's a corn record. It is not. It might be a little patchwork at times that it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but it isn't, it is uniquely them. And he, Chris motionless's voice is a standout. It is excellent songcraft throughout the record, but new in the roach coach sense. I don't think so. I, I don't think I would really put anything in. I would say thank you and no thank you. Wow. Well. You said Headache was a no-brainer. It well, felt like a no-brainer to I, me. I want to revisit it then because, again, okay, you know, I, I only hear – you guys listen to the records three times. I only hear it the time that we're listening to it. Let's just visit Headache again. Some days I'm narcissistic Some days I'm in my way Some days I try to sleep with pins And needles in my brain Some days I feel sadistic A portrait of my pain And some days I live in fear That I am every fucking thing I like Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up Shut up, shut up there is scratching there. I mean, it's almost as if DJ Worm showed up. Oh, oh if DJ Worm was there. <laughs> I wouldn't have to argue at all if I said, by the way, this is DJ Worm. Rolled up in his big Apple car. <laughs> here, here, I'll give you one other thing. Go to 246. 246. You got it, buddy. And here we go. <laughs> The court rests. Ah, uh, you know what? I, yeah, you know what? It's a strong argument. What do you think, Jenny? Uh, I definitely think this was the strongest example of new on the record. Um, I wouldn't be sad to see it go in, but this would be the only one that I'd put in. Thoughts and prayers. I liked. It's not new enough. I don't think. Maybe. Not new enough. Not new enough. Put it Not in. Not new enough. Put in headache. Headache is in. 
motionless and white headache in the cannon. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to November, which I enjoyed, by the way. <laughs> I never gave my thoughts. Oh, you, on oh, you never you gave your thoughts in November. Yeah, Matt, I'm sorry. Your thoughts uh, no, in November. No, no, no worries at all. Wow. I really enjoyed it. Wow. I thought it was great. My question is kind of answered because it was like, do we do another November or do we go, we're ready to sprinkle in every once in a while a new new record i think we gotta sprinkle it in gotta sprinkle it in it's good to have variety and it's not like we're hurting on other theme months to do and we'll certainly think of a theme we'll think of a theme we'll think of something people are always throwing stuff at us somebody sent us an email we haven't even read this email yet somebody sent us an email of like i think like 10 australian new metal bands with names like testicles or something like that so i mean we got we got albums on albums you guys Themes on themes. So, yeah, I mean, we got Ozzy, 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 Oi, Oi, August. Right. (laughs) Oh, that's a great one, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't just think of that one. Oh, boy. I literally was like, where is he going with? Oh, good. He pulled it off. (laughs) Okay. Well, it's no. It's no. Twanu, Twanu. (laughs) That's like a Mork and Mindy. Nanu, Nanu. That was one of the first things as a kid I can actually remember thinking was funny was Mork and Mindy and loving Nanu Nanu. <laughs> so I'm just doing my part to bring it back. Well, there you have it. November is over, but it never really ends. Motionless and white headache <laughs> in the new metal canon, bringing us to the end of our episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello, sending your recommendations to us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Roach Coach and all of those. Head over to roachcoach.com. Get yourself a cool Roach Coach tea. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to be back next week. Back in. We're diving in. More new metal always coming. Until next time, Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Happy Thanksgiving.